This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club of Ferry Meadow. You can get your best wood fire pizzas in the Illawarra here. Come on down, join us a member, grab a drink, have dinner, sit back and watch some football on the big screen. If you're having a function, be sure to get in contact with the frat as they have an extremely large function room upstairs in the club. The podcast is also brought to you by our sponsor, Ostbrokers City State Insurance Brokers. Contact them or see them at their office on Crown Street, just above Zambrero, for all your insurance needs. Both of our sponsors are fantastic supporters of football. Both are run by football people, so be sure to show some support. And welcome to the South Coast Footballholic for another week. And a big welcome back to the Footballholic again to Josh Bartlett from the Illawarra Mercury. And after a few weeks off hibernation, how are you, sir? <laughs> it's good to be here, mate. Uh, I was a bit like the sub called off the bench in the uh, 89th minute, but it's good to be here. You were the 18th man. That's it. <laughs> a lot has happened since the last time you came on. Yeah, it's been a crazy couple of weeks of uh, IPL action. We've seen at least one coaching change, or was it two in the time I've been gone? I'm pro- oh, it might have happened just before. Were you on? Were you on before or after Easter? I think it was around that time. So Could be you, one or two. So, yes. and of course, we'll get to uh, the news down at the Lions. Uh, I'm sure at some stage. Yeah, we definitely will. So, speaking of which, I don't know if you'd have it because you've been in hibernation a bit. But my biggest eye catcher from the local leagues over the weekend, I got two. Number one was the coaching changes at Grindel, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. From where I'm standing, he came out of the blue, but I can't speak for the internal organisation at Cringilla. And number two, Cameron Morgan's flip and hat trick has made a return. When I was the last time he did a flip? Oh, I saw it last I think it was year Coromel. against Coromel, Yeah, that was it. I predicted it would happen at some point this year, so I'm claiming that mm. one. <laughs> Got any standouts from that biggest eye catches over the weekend? I'm guessing from your point of view, it's probably the Cringilla coaching change. Yeah, that's it. Look, full disclosure, guys, I was uh, away over the weekend um, on some leave, so I actually missed this round of action. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm the sub called in. So I'm really basing it off more results that I've seen in score lines and things like that. But yeah, the Crinny, Crinny change, I think that caught us all off guard. Um, most of us would agree the Lions have had the toughest start of the season draw-wise and mm. played the big teams one after another, it feels like. And it came after a 2-1 loss to Bulleye, who are one of the contenders. And they nearly grabbed an equaliser towards the end as well. Mm. Off a corner, I believe it was. But some standout players over the weekend that caught my eye. Two players, obviously Morgan's hat trick, but Josh McDonald grabbing a double as well against the against Coniston and JJ Kelly. I asked him this last week, but 5pm kickoff on a Saturday, what do you make of it? I don't mind it. Yeah, look... Yeah, it could go either way. could go either way, yeah. yeah. So... Um, not against it, not for it, necessarily. Mm. Moving on to this weekend, though, what or who are you looking out for going into round six? Well, we touched on it then. We, we spoke about Cringilla. So for those who haven't heard, Michael Grzewski has taken over as the new coach. Um, Paul Micklemeyer has parted ways with the club. Uh, the appointment happened Tuesday night, less than 24 hours after Micklemeyer left the club. Uh, they are 11th on the ladder, the Lions. As we mentioned, they've played some tough teams. Um... According to the, to the club, but it's not just based on results. It's due to some off-field um, goals that weren't met by by uh, Micklemeyer. So it's an interesting one. I'm really interested to see how Cringilla um, respond to mm. that against another team who's had a coaching change this year in Coromel. Well, there you go. And that, that's a crucial game for both of them because mm. both lost four from five. Coromel's, Coromel's the only team that's got a win. 
Grinjilla got a good draw against Wollongong United. But what I'm looking out for this weekend is Albion Park against Winuna. Mm. Last time they met was Winuna's 1-0 semi-final win in the 90th minute. And before that, last three games between the two had been eye-catching draws. And I remember in particular 2019, I don't think you were here yet, three-all draw at Ocean Park when I believe Winuna were up 3-0 with about half an hour to go as well. Jeez. So these... There's always, it's always close between these two, and the game's always interesting. So that's my that's what I'm looking out for this weekend. Absolutely. Now the headline time. So what do I reckon the headlines will read this time next week? And I personally think it depends on how Kunjula go. Mm. If the if they win, they headline their first win. Yep, I agree. If they lose, you know what's Either happening. Way. Yeah, I think that I think that'll be the talking point, and probably the game. Looking looking at the draw this weekend, that Albion Park Winuna game stands out to mm. me as well. So. Winuna have shown better signs in the last couple of weeks. They were oh, a bit, definitely, yeah. Bit, bit cold to start the season, yeah. to say the least. Well, it's um, three on the trot now. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. they're starting to build nicely. Looking very different to last year. A lot more attacking prowess this year. Mm, with, a lot more uh, emphasis with, on attacking. With yeah. Haynes Gross and, and guys like that up forward. Your tip for player of the weekend? Oh, <laughs> kind of depends to me who wins that game because I'm looking at either Cameron Morgan or I'm looking at Corey Haynes Gross. Yeah, right. a, a double or a hat trick coming there. Yeah, I'm looking for Morgo. Five goals yeah. in two games. Backflip, front flip specialist. I think he was my tip for the leading goal scorer this year going back to... Is he leading it now? I don't think cheesy he'd, he'd be up he'd there. He'd be close. Was, did he score before that double... I don't think he did. I think Corey Haynes Gross actually leads the way uh, leads alongside it. Jordan Nikolovsky from yeah. Port Campbell. Then it's um, Cameron. Yeah, so he's right behind them. Keep an eye on his building. We'll go into the round five review and we'll touch on the first game from Friday night. So Cringilla going down 2 1 to Bulleye. Bulleye grabbed a 2 0 lead early on, but look, very, got very nervy towards the end for Bulleye, but nevertheless, a win's a win. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, why it surprised me, this uh, coaching change, the timing of it, because on face value, that's, that's a gutsy loss again for Cringella against one of the contenders. So, looks like Bull I did just enough, from what I can tell. Yeah, I was just thinking, because I believe Cringella, they nearly grabbed an equaliser at the end off a corner, and, like, you know, so I've, I've heard a couple of people say the Bull I had majority of the ball, and all and all that, obviously, you'd expect that from a team like Bulleye. But mm. look, a two-one, a two-one win is a narrow win in the end. When you think about it, and you could say coulda, woulda, shoulda had more yep. goals. They didn't get it in the end, so it was two-one. Only right. finished two-one. It was only tight. But I'm looking at it now. Would Bulleye be pleased they got the win, or disappointed that it was close as it was, considering they looking to be up there? I'd say happy enough to get the win. Happy enough. Yeah. yeah. You bank the wins at this time of the year and hope the form keeps building. You can, well, you can build on wins if you drop points. You can't. Exactly. It's, it's tougher to build on that. But look, considering you got a win, you got the confidence, you can build on that in particular. But for Crinny, look, considering they've had the toughest, toughest opening to the season out of anyone, how would you rate their first five rounds? Uh, hard to tell. It's <laughs> really, hard, yeah. Because I thought, yeah. I thought they were doing okay. Considering the circumstances, I was really impressed with that draw against United mm. a couple of weeks ago. So it's hard to tell. I mean, is this the 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 change that spurs them on a winning streak? I don't know. We'll, well see what happens. Well, when they had the change last year, it spurred them onto a little bit of improvement did, of form yeah. as well. So got to got to see what happens. It's similar to Balambi as well. It's hard to judge their first few rounds because they come. Obviously, they were tipped. Both squads were tipped to be a bit lower. Mm. 
but they've had the toughest start of the year as well. So And, and we forget too that Cringilla lost Norville over the offseason, their best mm. player from last year, second best player rated in the league, mm. um, according to the George and Taylor. Nu- and Nuno as well. And Nuno. So, so. I, I don't know. We move on. So we'll touch on quickly of Cringilla, obviously. We've spoken a bit about it now. What do you make of the departure of Paul Mikkelmeyer, the coaching change? From your standpoint, is it hasty? Is it warranted? Look, having spoke to the club, they obviously have their ideals and goals that they want met on and off the field. Um, as just someone who's outside the club, it really does surprise me. Um, maybe it'll inspire them. I don't know. So, as you said, there could be something on the inner workings that we're not yeah. clued in on. Which, uh, we, which we don't need to know about. We don't really? need to know about. Yeah. So if they come out and win you know, 4-0 this week, you go, wow, okay. There you go. That was one <laughs> to do. <laughs> Who have I got this weekend again? Uh, Coromel. Uh, Coromel, that's Coromel. it. Yeah, so be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But we'll move on to the next game now. Two classy, Wollongong United 3-1 over Bolambi. Like I just said, I'll pick myself too classy, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably, as I said, I, I didn't see these games, but... On paper, that's probably about what I would have expected. Yeah. Two or three, one, to be honest. Um, nothing against Balambi. I just think United have a very solid squad. So. Mm. Well, they're your tips for league champions. That's right. Probably. And it looks like they shared the goals around. So that's a pretty standard thing mm. for United. I was going to give a little plug into the season preview, but it's probably a bit too late for that now. I reckon your plug-ins worked. It's nearly cracked 300. <laughs> so, well, yeah. if you haven't heard it, go back. Oh, it'll be well, almost two months now. And yeah, ticking it over. Two months. Preview. Still relevant. <laughs> They are only now, they're only three sides yet to lose after the first five rounds. It's Olympic, Alien Park and United. And considering the come up against Bullite already, and they're soon getting ready to take on some of the other bigger teams, like mm. the ones I've just mentioned, how confident would United be moving forward now? Oh, they'd, they'd be happy. They love flying under the radar. I mean, it's to me, it's surprising mm. to hear that because it feels like Olympic have been the step above everyone mm. this year. And to hear, I mean, I know Alvin Park are undefeated as well, but... It just feels like it's been Olympic everywhere. So for United to fly under the radar while their rival gets yeah. all the uh, talk, I think they'd be happy with that. It's coming. No, uh, pers- with United, and I swear I've felt like this watching in the last few years. They just keep winning, they keep winning, but you're looking and you're thinking, oh, yeah, it's United, they won. That's it, they yeah. won. Yep, they won, they won. Okay, no one thinks about it too much, but they keep on winning. But, yeah, you look at that, they're still undefeated. So. In like three ones a good win. I just yeah. look at it and go, okay, cool. Okay, yeah, they cool. Did it's United. Job. Good on them. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on the other side of the fence now, but for Balambi, and unfortunately for them, it's become tougher and tougher to find a win. They too have had an extremely tough start of the season. Probably the second hardest start to Grinjilla, yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yep. Although they do face, it doesn't get any easier this weekend. They're against Bullite, Balls, Paddy. Yeah, that's, that's a tough assignment. There is opportunity for them over the next week afterwards though to grab a few points yeah so the, uh, I said before the season I'm not, not giving you a plug here but in general I honestly wasn't sure what to expect of Blamby this year mm. with um, no, Jeff, one, no one did Jeff really. Allport coming in as coach um, that was another surprising coach change from the outside but you know Allport came in and he's defensively minded so he'd be disappointed to give up three goals on the weekend mm. Speaking of giving out three goals, Coromel went down 3-2 to Wanuna, and boy, what a finish this one was. So Coromel was so close to grabbing a much-needed win, but the Sharkies, two goals at the death, winner in the 92nd minute through, I think it was Jesse French, correct me if I'm wrong, they broke the Rangers' hearts. Yeah, so they, they are so hard to uh, 
to put a finger on this year, uh, Winuna. So, but so they are Carmel. building, and so are Carmel yeah. in, in so many different ways. So, last year, you know, we saw Winuna were just so good in defence, but it's the firepower getting them over the line. Just looking at that scorecard, they scored scoreboard. They scored two goals in the last five minutes to win it. Mm. It's it's strange. They've got so many players from last year. But I feel like it's a different Wanuna this year. Yeah, definitely. It's just like it's almost like they've had a coaching change. I mean, but they haven't. Obviously, Dan's done a great job over the last few years, and I don't know. Maybe it's just their game plan is just adapted to who they've got available. Maybe their game plan is just adapted in general. You Possibly, know, yeah. because well, at the same time, other teams are going to be thinking league champions. Maybe we don't go flat straight away because they'll punish you. Yeah. That's what they did last year exactly. as well. So. <laughs> Maybe it has something to do with that, but look, they look a lot more attacking-minded and bringing in a few new players. Lee came off, I'm pretty sure he got his first start on the weekend, and obviously Haynes Gross and French and Patman, Ron Sharkey, for example, you know, <laughs> had, to have, had to plug it in, had to plug it in. But Winuna, look, like we said earlier, didn't have the best opening first few rounds, but mm. now they've won three games on the trot and have a huge game this weekend, like we said, against the unbeaten White Eagles. At Terry Reserve, nonetheless, as well. Mm. What are you expecting from the Sharks this weekend? Uh, goals. <laughs> goals? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I think that will be... Oh, we'll get to the, the preview uh, down the track, but I think that'll be a very intriguing game. Mm. Uh, probably very differently to what I would have predicted them facing off this time last year. Oh, absolutely. Well, we weren't playing this time last year. No, but, this time know, last round, year. Round we're, playing, six, we're playing FIFA this time yeah, last year. Yeah, that's right. Well, round six, you know, last year. I would have expected a very different result. So, yeah. it'll be interesting. Because I'm pretty sure last year they were up 1-0 at half-time. Pat got it. Mm. I think Morgan equalised in the second half. Yeah, that sounds very if, familiar. Uh, if my memory serves me correct, obviously. And on the other side, Coromel are a hard team to, as you said, to put a so finger on. They've got so much talent there. Like Norville, Goodchild, Guido. Like They are really, really good players. The Iacovelli as Iacovelli. well. They're like, there's so much talent mainstay, there. IPL mainstay for years now. One you know, of, been one of the top players. They had tasted grand final success just two years ago. It's almost a completely mm. different team to them. So they're hard to hard to work out this year. It's strange. It's strange. With Coromel, and like I said, so important, so close to picking up that important win, some disappointing results. Lost three out of their first four. What do Coromel need to do to pick their heads back up in hope of getting a result against Cringilla? One thing I'll add pretty sure it's 15 goals conceded in the first five games so that might be an area of concern that was probably my first thought was def- defense so they obviously can score a goal or two every game or three even some games so yeah they probably just need to tighten up at the back but i mean even back there they've got good names bill is a good defender dean panda won the scott chipperfield medal in the it, grand final two years ago very very hard to, to to figure out moving on to the next one and this was a stalemate 2-2 paul kembler and tarawana Two teams who'll be looking to battle for the last spot in the top five come season's end. Stalemate, the end result. Was this expected from your eyes? Yeah, I, I don't know what I would have expected with this one, but 2-2 two, is probably about where those teams are at, really. Probably fair, so yeah. Probably a fair result. So I see Nikolovsky again gets on the board. He's, he's doing great work there at uh, Port Campbell and, and Tarawana, they like to prove people wrong. Absolutely. Not only just Nikolovsky, Bailey Fleming grabbed his second goal in as many weeks but with Nikolovsky, six goal in five games. Joel Starr for Tarawana also grabbed another goal for the Blueys and the Wolves Junior. He's looking like quite the fine this year. Doing great. They just keep finding good young talent, Tarawana. Mm. That's pretty much what they've done the last couple of years and, and they've had good results. 
But Port for this weekend, big game against Wollongong United. So how much confidence would a result like this give them, given that I think they've only won one game? And it's hard mm. to think. They've only won one game, and that was round one against South Coast United. Would a, would a result like this give them confidence? It gives them something to go into the game yeah. with. You know, you've, you've jagged a point there at least. So I think this is the true test of where they're at. We yeah. will know where, where Paul Kembler are at by the Sunday. Absolutely. Blueys have picked up seven points from their last three games. Another potential battle for the last spot in the top five this weekend when they go up against Coniston. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Coniston in a minute. They're the next game. So, yeah. Um, yeah, look, this is a big game for both teams. I'm personally thinking like Coniston, and we'll, and we'll, we'll use that as a segue in this one. Mm. We're going Olympic 3 0 over South, over, not South Coast, they're playing South Coast this weekend. <laughs> Coniston. Coniston, yes, they've dropped their last two games, but you've got to look who they've played. They played Albion Park, mm-hmm. unbeaten. Wollongong Olympic, unbeaten. Olympic, though, still with their 100% record. 14 goals for, three goals against in their first five games. Three goals against stands out big time for me. Yep. That's outstanding. Two of them from Josh McDonald. Yeah. Who's arguably one of the best players in the comp. And the three goals against in the defence as well. As well, yeah. yeah so. Look, that would be disappointed. Um, Rob Janoski would be frustrated with that result. That's, mm. as you said, a couple now they've dropped after such an impressive start to the year. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think, is it, for Olympic, is it two clean sheets or three? They kept one against Kono. I don't think they kept one against Paul Kambler. They didn't keep one against Cringilla. They didn't keep one against Bulleye. Who was the other team they played? Balambi was it? Possibly. Balambi, yeah. That was the Balambi. So I think it, they've kept the two clean sheets. It feels like that's far. an area like we talk about their strike power, we talk about their midfield depth. Maybe the, the back half we, we kinda underrate a little bit. I wouldn't say underrate. It's just like it's kinda like a United going under the radar. Oh yeah, the one, the one, the one. Mm. Olympic, they've got so many good players back there. Oh yeah, they kept a clean sheet. No worries. And a, but and like a, three and a goals, really, really good keeper at the back in, in Passfield. In Passfield. So three goals shipped in five games is that's good. Can't in, ask for much more than that's that. That's good in any league, and yeah. then you turn around scoring three at the other end. Um, well, it's yeah. not the end of the world for me for, for Coniston. No, but so this weekend is. I think this vital. weekend will will tell us how far Coniston have come. Yep. from last year. Agreed. And to, for Olympic as well to add on to the league form, they're now in round six of the FFA Cup. Imagine if they became the first IPL side to make it around a 32, because I'm pretty sure the Fury and Bulleye got within the last round in like 17, 2017. And I Fury went down to an MPL 2 side, and I think Bulleye went down to Blacktown City. Mm. What if Olympic made the last 32? Be pretty impressive, mm. <laughs> that's for sure. And I'm pretty sure there's been a couple of MPL 1 sides who have bowed out to lower opposition as well. So look, doors open for them. It's a stacked squad. We've yeah. talked about it in depth this year, but it really is, so... Um, I think they're performing at the level we expected them to perform at last year. Mm. Yeah, so. yeah, which is good to see from an Olympic mm. point of view. But for Kono, look, great start, but they've suffered back-to-back losses, two powerhouses, we touched on that. It will be interesting to see how they bounce back because last season, and I think I just mentioned it earlier, they had a similar trend. They started really yep. well, fell away a bit towards the end of the year. I think they finished 10th. And then snagged a really good win to finish the season. So. <laughs> no one will forget it. What do they need to do to make sure that fall, to stop that trend? Basically, make sure that fall from a good start doesn't repeat itself. I think in these games against these 
teams that are kind of on their level, they've got to at least jag a point. Mm. You've got to seal at least one point, get a win, yeah, draw, preferably a win, but they've got to get something out of this game. Yeah. And we'll move on to the final game of the round. Albion Park 3-0 over South Coast United. I put it on the Facebook. There's only three guarantees in life. Death, <laughs> taxes, and a Karen Morgan flip up to score on an trick. That's five goals in two games now. Well, I feel a bit uh, bittersweet about this because I love seeing Cameron Morgan score goals. And as you said, he does the flip, which we all love to see. Um, on the flip side, South Coast United, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, their results so far. But sticking with Morgo, is there any mo- anyone more entertaining after scoring a hat-trick in this league? No. Nah. No, nah, because there's not many people who score hat-tricks as often as he does, yeah. I don't think. And I love how he does it every time. It's not just a one-off uh, well, after a hat-trick. He does it pretty much every well, time. Well, if you're lucky, he does a, does a flip when he does the double as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you get another one where he scores a hat-trick. I think he did that at Caroma last year or something. He, I find Morgo an incredible player because when he gets on a run, he just does this. Like, and not just over one game, it'll be two or three games. When he score. scores, he scores. He does, yeah. And he <laughs> might go through passages where he plays well but doesn't hit the score. Well, yeah, doesn't score and then he'll do this will get seven goals in three games or something ridiculous. So is that no man for Nuno this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, watch this space on that one. <laughs> oh, we've got a psychic over here. Yeah. Alien Park, we touched on it earlier, near one hundred percent start of the season. But like I just said a moment ago, it will be a big test to see how they go against Winuna this weekend. Yeah, look, they've they've had a funny old year, um, Alvin Park. For a team that's undefeated, you don't see a coaching change too often. They had the the one a couple of weeks ago, and it's obviously um, the players are responding to Alvin Checkley. So I think this will be a really big test this weekend. But well, you got to look at it as well. There's players in that squad who have played with Checkley. Morgan mm. was in that grand final squad 2016 when Checkley was at Fury. I saw Sam Munro. I'm sure there's a few others as well that like, can't come to mind, but... Basically, everyone in that squad's played against him as well. He's probably got that good balance. He's like he's mm. um, still young enough to relate to the players, but he's got a good head on his shoulders. Um, I found that with interviews with, with Alvin. He's very switched on, very mm. good good speaker, and obviously a good motivator. Mm. South Coast, look, we'll touch on it. Still without a win, and they will be without goalkeeper Jason Bleakley after being sent off over the weekend. What does South Coast need to do to turn this form around? I honestly don't. I don't know because um, you look at their four; they've scored four goals in five games, and they conceded eighteen. Mm. So it's it's a it's a problem at both ends, unfortunately. Um, they just got to keep fighting away. Um, I don't have the inner workings of the club in terms of um, depth and changes and things like that. It, you know, do they look to reserve grades who's who's starring in in that level? I don't know. So it's a tough one, mate. It's um, you know, it's, it's like any sport. Someone's got to be at the bottom of the ladder. We all want to be at the top, no matter mm. who you support or who you play for. Um, yeah, it's, just been, it's been a tough year so far. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club of Ferry Meadow. You can get your best wood fire pizzas in the Illawarra here. Come on down, join us a member, grab a drink, have dinner, sit back and watch some football on the big screen. If you're having a function, be sure to get in contact with a frat as they have an extremely large function room upstairs in the club. The podcast is also brought to you by our sponsor, Ausbrokers City State Insurance Brokers. Contact them or see them at their office on Crown Street, just above Zambrero, for all your insurance needs. Both of our sponsors are fantastic supporters of football. Both are run by football people, so be sure to show some support. Speaking of South Coast, we'll stay on that topic. Round 6 preview, they will be playing Wollongong Olympic at PCYC, 2.30pm on Saturday. Now, if there's any hope I can give to South Coast United fans, it's their recent results at PCYC. 
got a draw there last year and the year before against two really strong Olympic squads where they weren't expected to do anything against them. But they will have to produce similar efforts this weekend if they're going to get a result from this game. Yeah, look, it's pole opposite. You know, Olympic undefeated, you know, conceded three goals, scored 14. It's almost the exact opposite of mm. what, what it looks like for United. So doesn't get any easier. That's that's a tough game. You know, after a, a tough loss against a good side to come up against Olympic. Mm. Um, yeah. It, uh, look, I hope they do take inspiration from their record at, at PCYC. That's, that's, that gives them some hope. Absolutely. And like, like I said, like you said earlier, two teams with completely opposite form cards. One team 100% wins, one team 100% losses. Do you see anything other than an, an Olympic win this weekend? Uh, no, I don't, unfortunately. But uh, I think it's about uh, how much resilience can United show. Um, if they can put up a spirit effort, if they can come away with a 1 or 2 nil or 2 1 loss or something like that, just give the fans something. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough, mate. Your tips, man of the match, and result? Uh, Olympic 3 0. Um, Josh McDonald to score another brace and best on. There we go. Tarawana and Coniston, 2.30 Saturday at Tarawana Oval. Huge game for the two sides who will be looking to grab the last couple of spots in the five towards season's end. And considering Tarawana had the better form the last few games, are they better poised going into this one? Yeah, look, as we said, um, yeah, they've been pretty good this year, Tarawana. Do they have yeah. a slow start? Or yeah, it... I think they, they played Boulogne United, though. Tough start. So, so tough start. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that the, and they love winning at home, obviously, or getting mm. at least a draw at home. So it's an interesting game. How do Coniston respond after two difficult losses? I guess we'll find out. Who knows? What's most pleasing about Tarawana as well, there was two 3-0 wins back-to-back. And yes, they had that two-all draw last week, but they've shown they've got goals in them, mm. which was... I know they played the two top teams in the yep. first two rounds, but it was a little bit of a concern after the first couple of games. Can they score? Mm. They've shown they can score now. They can, yeah, mm. exactly. And they've got some good, good, exciting young players up there, up forward. For Kono, look, faced, tough, faced some tough opposition last few weeks, have had back-to-back losses on the trot. What do they do if they are to get a win in, in this one? Oh, I think they just, first of all, tighten up defence and then yep. go from there. Um it's just like anything you got to you got to stop the goals. So uh, if they tighten up, uh, I don't think they'll concede three like last week. Mm. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting game this one. Do you reckon Connor can regain the form they started the season with first couple of rounds? Yeah, yeah, they got, certainly got a lot of talent mm. in that list. Um, yeah, I, I can't see why they can't turn it around. Whether they can compete against the top sides at the moment. But the, you know, the, you're talking about your Olympic and and having parks and sides like that. Are they up to that level? Maybe not. But yeah. They certainly can compete and push for that final spot. Your tip, man of the match and result? Oh, it's a tough one, this one. I am going uh, one all draw. One all draw? Mm. Man of the match? Man of the match, uh, I'll go Sturgio. He's pretty pretty safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> He's either favourite. I've gone 2-1 Tara. Yep. And man of the match, Tomasello. Mm, Tara good choice. Well. we'll see how we go. My match of the round this weekend yep. is Albie Park and Wanuna. 3 p.m. Saturday at Terry Reserve. My, yeah, like I said, both teams have fallen going into this. Both of these sides have had a history of close and entertaining games, particularly in the recent past. So, yeah. You know. Two uh, attacking sides, um, which we wouldn't have said about Winona last year. No. They were definitely more of a, a defensively-minded side, but 
Now they're in fifth spot. They've scored 14 goals already this year. They've actually scored more goals than Albion Park, which surprises me. Mm. Um, I exp- the get two, last two uh, visits to Terry Reserve for the Sharks, both have ended 1-1. Mm-hmm. How do you split this one? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm We'll get to it in a sec, but I think it will end up being a draw. So maybe mm. you can't split. <laughs> maybe you can't split, split it. No, they love they love draws. These two, they do. Or they, they love they love tight games and entertaining draws. Absolutely. Mm. Abbey Park keep on winning, and it seems like it's all smiles at Terry Reserve at the moment. Does Morgan keep the goal scoring form going this weekend? Considering I just predicted he'll have seven and three, he has to score yeah. two goals. <laughs> <laughs> two goals on the weekend. <laughs> Follow up question: Are we seeing another flip this weekend? Even if he scores a double, he's shown he, he's done it before on a double. Come on, Cameron. You can do it. <laughs> Come on, Morgan. I'm backing it. I'm backing it. I reckon if if there's a bet you're going to put on this weekend, it's for Morgan to do a flip. <laughs> oh, it might depend on the game's travelling. If it's uh, yeah, you know, well, an equaliser in the 90th. I trust him. Okay. Winuna, look, they would have found confidence in coming from behind to beat Coromel, particularly considering that Paul Campbell came from behind against them as well. Which one of the two sides going into this one? Would be favourite in this game. Would be a favourite. Yeah, look, uh, I think Albion Park at home makes mm-hmm. them slight favourites. Yeah, um, I really do like uh, the White Eagles' firepower as well. So I have them just ahead on favourites. Just. And speaking of speaking of such, your tip. Two all. Two two. More go with the brace and man the match. I love that. On two one Albion Park. We're similar, Morgan. Morgan. He's in form, man. He's the man of the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and if it, for the photographers, if there's any photographers at that game this weekend, if he does a flip, I want to see it. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Bulleye against Balambi. 2.30pm Sunday at Balls Paddock. Look, a northern derby, northern derby for your Sunday. Bulleye coming off a couple of wins while Balambi... They just keep on facing powerhouse after powerhouse, unfortunately, for them. Look, if, if, if Crinney's had the toughest draw, Balambi's probably had the second toughest draw yeah. um, so far this year. doesn't get any easier for them. Um, yeah, look, geez, they'll be hoping for an easier game soon, wouldn't they? I know. Balambi have caused trouble for a couple of sides this year, though. Can they cause an upset in this one? Oh, being a derby, they'll definitely want to put everything on the line this weekend. I think it'll be closer than people might expect. For Bulleye, however... They would have been disappointed. They couldn't have put the Cringilla game to bed earlier. What are you expecting from them this weekend? It's going to be one way or the other. They're either going to come out and score five goals or they're going to edge out a, a close close win or draw. So um, I'm I'm leaning towards the second. I think it'll be close just because Blamey, yeah. local rivals. I'm yeah. going... Score now, is it right? No, not, 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 not yet. Not yet. If, if, is it going to be close or is it going to be... Not as close. I think it'll be close. Be I think it'll be. I think there'll be a lot of um, maybe a little bit of heat in this one. You reckon? Okay. That's your prediction of the week. Yeah. I reckon it's time for Bull Eyes to flex their muscles in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm picking uh, Bull Eye to comfortably win this one. Okay. And I've picked the last over the. The first couple, the first five rounds that Balambi are going to make a contest out of every game. Mm-hmm. But look, 3-1 last week, I think, are they going to take confidence from, you know, like they, they haven't won a game, mm-hmm. despite making a good contest out yep. of all those games. But look, three goals shipped last week. Is the confidence going to be high? Is it going to be low? 
I'm not too sure. I can't pick it at the moment, but I'm tipping Bulleye to finally get their straps running. Okay. First five rounds now. But, on the other hand, if Balambi were to get a result in this one, how would they do it? Uh, score more goals than their opposition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they what would they look for? They've obviously yeah. got a tight number defence. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't ship that many and uh, expect to get a result. So, so my prediction, mate, I'm going Bulleye two one. Yeah, fair I enough. Think, I think just I think the the local derby that kind of thing. Um, and I think I'll go uh, Venzal mm. to get at least a goal We're this weekend. Uh, let's give him the best on. What are you expecting from Bulleye this weekend? I think they'll just do enough again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they're a team that that. Probably may fire up against the better teams, um, mm. and I think they'll just do enough this weekend. Okay, we're very similar though. I've gone, I've gone three 0 below yep. at home. I'm expecting them to hit the ground running, and same out of the match. Fans are, I yep. think he's he's ready for a couple of goals. I think mm. get back and back he's into been that. Good, but maybe a little bit quiet so far this year. He hasn't. Well, obviously he had such a breakout year last year. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. banging in goals for fun. Yep. So. You know, I reckon he's I reckon he's uh, ready for a, a couple more goals. So they've got so much strike power. Joel Beatty, you know, McDonald, Zanzal. There's just so much firepower yeah. up there for Bulleye. Comple- completely forgetting about what they've got in midfield and defence as well. Exactly. Littler, Knight, Littler, Jackson, Davies, Clarino, Davies. Good talent there. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Probably the biggest grudge game of the round. Or I wouldn't call it grudge, you know. The most important game with regards to two sides going in, it, it's the yep. most important game for them. Coromore against Gringilla, 2.30 Sunday at Memorial Park. Two sides desperate for a win. Both sides with four losses from five. Gringilla with a coaching change midweek. Mm. How do you rate the form guy going into this one? <laughs> it's funny because earlier you mentioned um, 2019 season. So I came to, to obviously Lawara Mercury just after the season. So um, after Coromore won that grand final. Mm. I feel like I've yet to really see the best of Coromel at all since yeah. being here. Um, you know, I've heard a lot about them, but I feel like they just haven't quite hit that mark that I was, I've been told about. So their form guide's hard to predict this year again. Haven't yeah. been playing. Crigella's the same. Um, this is probably their easiest games in quotation marks because there's no real easy game in the IPL. Um, but I guess compared to some of those top teams, it's probably a game they can get a result out of, I surely. Think, I think it's the hardest game to pick. Mm. I agree. It's the hardest game to pick this. This is round. the one that will probably make us look the silliest. <laughs> yeah, but look, we we've made we've made ourselves knowing. Dylan Arvella would know. We like to make ourselves look silly a little bit. We're doing a twelfth. Oh, you will <laughs> never live that down. Never let him <laughs> shout live out down. to Dylan. You will <laughs> never live that one down, mate. <laughs> Coromel, despite that, have shown that even in the games they've lost, they can score goals. Yep. But like we said earlier, fifteen goals first five rounds. Surely that's an area they need to address quickly. Absolutely. On the flip side, I just don't know where Crinny gets all their goals from at the moment. Mm. I mean, they've only—I think they've scored, yeah, they've scored three so far this year. So and one of them was an own goal last week. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's just hard to predict. Um, yeah, I, I want you to go first on this one, mm. Mm, if possible. Yeah, look, Crinny, look, interesting week for them. Before we get into the results, mm. though. How do you expect them to tackle this one with the new coach, Michael Grabevsky, in charge? Yeah, well, we, we're yet to see what the game plan is under Michael, so mm. it's, it's it's new for all of us. And he, and he don't have, like, one or two sessions anyway. Exactly, yeah, yeah coming in midweek. So I think it's got to be about desire and, and hunger, how much they show, how much fight they show on the weekend. And if they can jag a win in this first game, that's huge. And 
not many not, I, I didn't really notice this until doing these notes last night but it's Toby Norville's first game against his old club as well Ooh, mm. there's a bit of I, spice I'm picking Norville men of the match yep and I'm going 3-2 Coromel okay so I reckon there'll be a few goals in this one yeah right I hadn't thought of that I think it'll be 2-1 to Coromel yep and I'll go Rick Goodchild he's often my go-to man for men of the match mm. final game of the round and very important game. This, if, if Albion Park and Winuna is not match around, this is probably match of the round. Port Kembla against Wollongong United, two thirty Sunday at Weatherall Park. There's three Sunday games and three Saturday games this week. Even mm. and out, changing mm. the draw up. No Don't. Fridays though. This weekend, your favourite. Yeah, oh, look, I'm not a fan of Sunday games. Mm. Not a fan of Sunday mm. games. Well, I guess that was a good thing about Anzac weekend. One of the more interesting games of the round though. This one, Port Kembla looking to grab just their second win of the year while United. They'll be looking to back up their strong performance from last week. Can a, can a match fly under the radar? Because <laughs> I feel like this is this game is under the radar. If you said second There's best so game, many uh, things fly under the radar in this podcast. This is the, oh, you know, yeah. it, it fits in with the theme because it's Wollongong United involved. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, this is a real good test for Port Kembla. Um, I predicted them to be a real um, improver this season. They've yeah. had their they've had their moments. They've had that incredible game against Winona. It was four all, I believe, in the end. It was, yes. When yes. they came flying home, four one down in ten minutes. They've had some disappointing losses sprinkled in between, and yeah. the results. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it, getting back home, it'll be very important for them to at least get a draw or even mm. a win. United underrated, as we keep mentioning, but they really have. Are they underrated though? Well, they won. Was it three nil last week? And we're saying three one. Three yeah, one. And we're yeah. saying, oh, that's good enough. They're not, they're not underrated. They just fly under the radar because we're so mm. used to them winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Look, so good. Good test um, for Paul Campbell at home. But yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. What, what's the standout for you? Well, Paul Campbell's side has shown they can score goals. So you got to look for their attacking outlets like yep. the two Nikolovskis, Jaden yep. and Jordan. Yep. Uh, Perez and Nagatsuka, who is another person who uh, mm. we're saying it all the time, every two seconds, flying under the radar. He's, <laughs> but they'll have the, all those guys yep. mentioned will have to be firing in this one for Port Kembla. There's but, a lot, a lot to like about Port Kembla. I know, yeah. right now. So, and at the same mm. time, you got United, Yamada, Kalkami, Versi, Versi, yep. Tersic, Neymar. <laughs> and a lot of those guys are young, but it feels like they're old names. It feels like yeah. they're old names now because they've just been doing the job oh, yeah. for a year or two and now. Flanagan, Flanagan so. as well. He's another one. Yep. But all those attacking outlets for both sides, I'll have to be firing big time in this one. Absolutely. So could be, yeah, it could be high scoring, could, could be, be high middle scoring. Yeah. I don't know. It's for United though. It's a case of building on their performance from last week and starting a run of wins and some form. Yep. Obviously, they had a disappointing draw the other week. Yep. Do you expect them to do a job in this one? Yeah, yeah, I think they'll they'll get the job done. I'm going three two to okay. Wollongong United. Yep. Um, as we said, Paul Campbell can score a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go Yamada, um, man of the match. He he must be up there for goals. This I year. think it feels he like is. He's I scoring. think I think he's up there. We're so similar in tips today. I've gone three one United, man of the match. Yamada. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And there so. you go. He's actually. Uh, He's got, he's got five goals, so one behind uh, Haynes Gross yeah. and uh, Nikolovsky. And he'd be so. on the same goals as Morgan. Correct. So, this golden boot race is ending up big time. It's it be could good. be really exciting. Yeah. Uh, as we, you know, it's nice to have the full-length season back. Isn't mm. that great? And, um, yeah, we're still early days, really. It's like round five. So yeah. we're after this weekend, or halfway through this weekend, we'll be a quarter of the way through yep. already. So, like I said, 
like minds think alike when it comes to, when it comes to our tips. But that's why I get you on. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> no Again, worries, mate. Last minute an emergency. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, yeah getting back out there and watching some um, IPL action this mm. weekend. Put on a show for us players. Mm. <laughs> thanks for what. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs>